This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. Live from the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome once again to the weekend edition of the Break the Bell Podcast. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. It is good to be back here. It, it really, is. It gets really crazy in the summertime. I yeah. don't know if you've noticed that, but it does. Um, it's like the weekend time gets really crazy, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, we still right. have to podcast. We still yeah. have this weekend wrap-up thing that we do every week. I know. And I know you were, like, at the freaking water park or something yeah. getting, getting like, water park aids or something. Right, absolutely. So, Monkeypox yeah, in the water. Probably. Yes. Did, you, did you mask up and... Uh, uh, stand six feet. Yeah, no, that's sex. Other, oh, that's sex. Oh, yeah, masturbate, <laughs> yes. masturbating six Mas- feet. Not yes. on water parks, yes. masturbating. You weren't, yes. you weren't here last week. I talked. No, I know, that. and that's why I didn't want to miss today. Yeah, so. and just in case we talked about it again. <laughs> so, how was your water park adventure? It was good, man. It was a little chilly, um, but yeah, uh, there was like. Like two weeks straight of a heat wave. We talked about yeah. that last week. Two yeah. weeks straight of like a hundred and fuck outside. Yeah. And then it finally dro- drops down to like 70 degrees. And you're like, yeah. dude, I should go to a water park. Today's perfect day for him. <laughs> not yeah. not all those 100 some yeah. degree days, but but the, the 70 degree day. You're yeah, like, you know, right. kids, let's go freeze our ass off. Exactly. Water park. Because, you know, I don't want to spoil them. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Do the kids ha- have fun at least? Yeah, Trey's actually, uh, my son, he's tall enough to go on the rides. Oh, so good. he went that's on always, some of them. That's always a highlight is when your it kid is. gets it. I remember my son when we first went to the theme parks and he was like right at the line it's like oh sweet he can go on the rides yeah, yeah. and one time we were at adventureland here in des moines and they have that freaking like metal bar oh, thing yeah. and the guy just like he's like you're not tall enough and i'm like he is he we've been on the same ride twice today mm. already and the the, the pothead the stoner like 18 year old let him on and this whole crusty guy at night was like not having it so he spun that bar around and it it caught him right in the top the crown of his head because he was just tall enough but he just flipped it around really hard and it smacked him in the head on i'm just like dude well first of all that i'm gonna sue you for that right second of all clearly he's tall enough because you he's like no it has to be to the top of that bar i'm just like what the no that's bullshit whatever dude no right yeah he was back to social security he was being an asshole so um i haven't been to a theme park this year i hate theme parks to be yeah. honest i mean i love yeah. the rides and stuff i just hate lines no i'm with you i, I hate, hate people lines too. Yes. like in general yeah. as as a rule of thumb i just freaking hate people yeah. so yeah no, when you get yeah. mass quantities of people like that i'm just like yeah it, i mean I, I i don't mind going once in a while but like every 
time we're planning a vacation, my wife's like, well, we should go to like yeah. Lost Island or Adventure or like Six Flags or something. And it's like, that's not vacation. Right, vacation right. for me is no going stress. to the middle of nowhere yeah. where there's no cell reception yeah. and just like yeah. mountains escaping, or something. Escaping yes. it. Yeah. Instead of going to the thick of it. Yeah. I don't want right? to be in more stress right. yeah. for vacation. I want to be in less stress. So. Yes. Yeah. I know. And that I can handle Lost Island. I can handle Adventureland most times. The one I've been regretting or re kind of like afraid of is my, my wife really wants to take the kids to Disney World. Oh, God. I went and to Disneyland when the kids were uh, – actually, she was pregnant for my son, but my daughter was like two or three mm -hmm. or something. And I hated it then, yeah. but she loved yeah. it. But now, yeah, my wife's like, well, while they're still kind of yep, young, that's let's the, get yep. her back to – to disney world yeah. and which disneyland is like ghetto disney world yeah that's what i've heard and yeah. that's that's where we went yeah. there's like gum on the freaking <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> on the castle the enchanted castle yeah. and stuff. um homeless person camped right. out ariel's got like a smoker's pop <laughs> yes hey kid oh <laughs> uh, it's like going to daytime strip clubs <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, i'm the same way i'm like trying to push back yeah. on it until the kids are like why are we going to disney world and I'm like that's my goal in life is to yeah. indefinitely hold back on disney world <laughs> yeah, that's... that's not what we're here to talk about though we're here to talk about that's a different show <laughs> yes we're here to talk about what's going on in the news from this last week all this stuff that you probably missed because of the big news that's going on yeah which we typically cover in the main episode, which the big news this week, if you haven't heard, uh, surprise, Roe v. Wade was Ro Wade? Roe Wade. v. Wade was overturned in the Supreme Court, which that actually was shocking to I, me. I, I couldn't believe it myself. I thought for sure it was just like, oh, this is just a right. bunch of noise to yeah. get people all pissy. Yeah. And then it happened. It's like yeah. I woke up and I got an email from New York Times because yeah. I, I'm on their email list too. Not only do I have to see the news when i go look for it but they also yeah. send me emails saying hey <laughs> hey guess what and i the first thing i saw when i woke up that day what was it thursday i think it was friday friday, friday yeah was uh roe v wade got overturned i was yeah. like no no that's yeah. not right yeah yeah i was the same way i was i was off of work and i was driving and it popped on my phone apple news and i'm like what no way i i i, I couldn't have read that right when i pull over i'll read the the whole article by then you had sent it to me mm -hmm. and i was like oh shit oh it's real yeah <laughs> yeah so so that's a real thing and we're not going to talk about it much no. tonight because like i said that's a main topic yeah. save for the main show and i've been putting off the abortion topic yeah. right for two years that we've had the show because um first of all it really didn't have a whole lot of effect on what was going on right. at the time so yeah. there's just no reason to really open that can of worms right. well now 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 there's reason uh, yeah now we, now we gotta to. open the can yeah thank you to. thank you supreme court yes thanks brett kavanaugh <laughs> um and i've been seeing a lot of the uh talking heads talking point yeah. like yeah. TikTok talking points yeah tick talking points there TikTok, you go i like it i'm coining that phrase um all over social media yeah. like Oh, this uh, blah blah blah. It's uh, you know, you know yeah, all that. I know. I've seen them all. We'll over go the place. through. We'll yeah. go through the list of it tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Um, so <laughs> be a good time to bring back party line patriots. Yes, yes. This would be an opportune moment. Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about on tomorrow night's episode. We're going to talk about the overturn of Roe v. Wade and the return to the Handmaid's Tale uh, scenario <laughs> yes. here in the United yes. States and all of the ridiculous 
Yes. Mandatory uh, vasectomies, all that good stuff. Yeah, all, all that stuff that's going around on yeah. social media. We're, we're going to talk about it. Um, but today we're not going to. Today no. we talk about all the things that you probably missed in the news because of all the outrage. Right. And there was that. quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things we had to kind of filter through to yeah. see what exactly we wanted to talk about. What was interesting to us. Right. So right. I, if you listen to the weekend wrap up and you're like, wow, they um, for covering the news, they didn't cover this, this or this. It's probably because we're like, I'm not interested in that. I don't feel like talking about it. <laughs> right. And, and it's stuff that like, you know, also you're going to see like a dozen times on other news yeah. channels. We don't want to cover that. Yeah, It's just like we want to talk about the things you probably missed. Yeah, exactly. Most of the time. And a lot of times we'll throw in like stupid stories. Yeah that need to be pointed out their stupidity, which yes. I have one here that we're going to get into right away because I like to hit them first and set the scene, set the atmosphere for the show. Before we get into the show, we obviously have to mention our sponsor. That is Run Your Mouth Coffee. Once again, uh, they make delicious coffee. They support free speech, your your individual rights, uh, your, your ability to uh, talk shit, on social media without getting censored which yep. that's going to come back to yeah you with, know with all is. this outrage yeah. somebody's going to say something that offends somebody and it's going to get them kicked off of yes. social media run your mouth coffee does not believe in you getting deplatformed or uh kicked out of society for uh disowned from your families because you have a different opinion yes they, they will be your family <laughs> they they are your family and they make delicious coffee. Go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them that we sent you by using that promo code. Once again, break the bell and you'll get 10% off your purchase plus free shipping as their gift and our gift to you for um, being loyal listeners, for supporting companies that support your free speech. Uh, help them help you by supporting them so they can support you. That it, it what goes around comes around. So they're like your 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 other family, except for the coffee's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rymcoffee.com. That's all on that. Check us out all over social media. Once again, we are still mostly on social media. Uh, we're not on YouTube, but we're everywhere else. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter are the the big ones we're on. Big ones. Um, at Break the Bell Pod. Like, share, subscribe, all that stuff the kids tell you to do these days. Uh, we need to get on TikTok so we can join we the TikTok yes. heads, the yes. TikTok points. Yeah, TikTok I feel like we're missing a, like a major like channel there. <laughs> major demographic there. Actually, I got a, um, a notification email that I had a friend request from MeWe, and I had forgotten about MeWe. You had mentioned it like last week, and I'm like, oh, shit. Really? I forgot about MeWe. Who was the friend? Was there anybody I, you knew? No, no one I knew. No, I was probably a bot. Yeah. Freaking Hear that bot. or some chick that wants money from me. I was watching uh, some YouTube videos of an old band I used to like, or I still love, uh, Manchester Orchestra. And I was watching this like live studio recording, and it was called, uh, I think, the MySpace Experience or something like that. So it was like a live show that MySpace cool. put on. And I'm just like, oh, MySpace? I forgot <laughs> about that. That's a throwback to not only good social media, but good music as well. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, MySpace did really good for music. Yeah, yeah, it was great for bands, like especially mm -hmm. upcoming, like independent bands yeah. and stuff. So social media, check us out, share it, all that stuff. Let's get into the news. Let's get into the ridiculous stories because we're 15 minutes in and we haven't mentioned news yet. Yes, besides okay. the stupid right. Roe v. Wade stuff, right, but right. we don't care about that not, today. Not tonight. Not tonight. So this first one, my mom actually sent this to me, and 
it's just and if my mom sends me something you know it's freaking ridiculous because <laughs> she she doesn't just like spam me with new stuff it, it's got to be something absolutely ridiculous yeah. that um that's just probably completely unbelievable or asinine to begin with so this is from world times today and it's about this um memorial statue <laughs> I got to preface this before we 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 show it. It's a uh, it's in New Orleans. It's in uh, celebration of Juneteenth or June sixteenth. You know the uh, holiday honoring the last freed American slaves. Okay. okay. So this is a memorial tribute to June sixteenth. Okay. And here it is. This is if it's gonna pull up. Oh, I got to add it. This is the symbol of of African-American freedom. Yes. (laughs) If you're not looking and you're listening in podcast land, this is a giant black hair pick statue with a black power fist on the top as a handle. That's horrible. (laughs) I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Does this seem a little like tone deaf, stereotypical, slightly maybe racist a little bit yes yes do you I, feel like black people came up with this or you feel like it was some no dumb white i think guy? it was some some a bunch of a bunch of old white people sitting in a room being like, like what's something that you think of when you think of free african-americans <laughs> well they love their hair picks <laughs> their afro hair picks i i mean again correct me if i'm wrong maybe this is like some symbol of something to african-americans i i don't know like obviously i I guess i could be off yeah obviously this was a thing like especially like 60s and stuff like picking out their fros and stuff but again it's very stereotypical in my opinion i I, I agree when you think of a african-american wearing a hair pick in their hair it's i i I don't know what do i know i mean the the only thing that could have been worse is like um a saggy ass pants <laughs> in town. <laughs> oh man. A giant afro hair pick with a <laughs> with a clenched black power fist was unveiled in New Orleans on Friday in celebration of June 16th, the holiday honoring the last freed American slaves. However, the eyebrow raising statue was widely panned online. The 28 foot tall 7000 pound hairpin is titled All Power to All People and was created by artist Hank Willis Thomas. Look that guy up and see yes. what color he is, please. <laughs> New Orleans Mayor Latoya Cantrell, a Democrat, <laughs> a Democrat, <laughs> like how they had to put that in there, who fucking cares, touted the hairpick statue on Twitter as breathtaking. As June 16th approaches... He's we... an African-American. Okay, well, then, I again, I stand corrected, yeah. I guess. I, I, I feel like this would be tone deaf, but yes. maybe I'm just tone deaf in my thinking. <laughs> I find it hilarious, though. As June 16th approaches, we celebrated with unveiling on Lafayette Square, Cantrell tweeted, This sculpture fits very well with this time and place as we celebrate the freedoms we have gained. We know that over 200 years it has not been without struggles, struggles and protests. Cantrell said the city is spending $7.2 million to recognize local and brown, local black and brown artists, and their artwork is displayed around public buildings in New Orleans. Hmm. However, not everyone on Twitter in the Twitter reaction saw the giant hairpin as stunning, including many black Americans. <laughs> Fearless host Jason Whitlock says 
Imagine you're the mayor of a big city. You spend money on a memorial representing black achievement, and you decide on a hairpin. <laughs> they would recall a white mayor for demeaning us. Instead, we're going to yell, yes, queen, which that, first of all, let's go back. Let's stop there. Yes. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Yeah. I, you've heard that phrase, yeah. right? I, I've heard it, yes, and I don't know what it means. I don't either. Wait, well, hold on. Like, hold on. My, my, yes, queen. My daughter says it just to piss me off because she knows it pisses me off. She's like, yes, queen. I'm like, stop it. Stop now because that's stupid. Um, like, like this guy said, if a white mayor was to unveil this, he would have been recalled, is according to this guy, Jason Whitlock. Okay, so apparently it used to be a, a homophobic slur. <laughs> but I almost had... lost my copy. <laughs> Um, but, uh, oh yeah, against, uh, drag queens, but apparently they've decided to make it. They took ownership of it. Yes. Yes, they did. Yes. Yes. (laughs) All right. Author Daryl B. Harrison says, because we all know how important it was to my ancestors to keep their Afros looking tone during those fights (laughs) and protests. The Hodge twins, I love the Hodge twins, said the best their artists could come up with is a black power hairpick sculpt. You can't fix stupidity. Uh, Former congressional candidate Barrington Martin II says, awkward, that is sick. Uh, Singer Vinnie James says, these Democrats pose in front of a giant Afro pick. An Afro pick. Is this how they celebrate black freedom? I am in hell, right? (laughs) Rod Turner says the city of New Orleans just unveiled a giant sculpture of an Afro pick. It's a joke, but it's not meant to be. How humbling for a city that has given so much great culture to mankind. I mean, he's got a good point there. Yeah, I mean, like this is New much, Orleans. How much African or like black culture is in New Orleans? Yes. And the best they could come up with for their sculpture was a hair pick. Yeah, but at least they put the Black Power sign on it because that <laughs> right? I mean that makes it better, right? Yeah. yeah. What, what what am I missing here as a straight white male? I, I I don't think I mean I don't think there's anything. I mean, is a hair pick empowering? I mean, is it a, actually like a, a part of cultural identity? I mean, kind of, but as far as empowering, I wouldn't necessarily I, I, say yeah. Empowering, I so but... I mean, yeah, the black fist, but I mean, to put it on a hair pick just sounds like a novelty you'd pick up at Hallmark. Yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know how much did I wonder how much they spent on this giant hair pick, or or why they thought it would be a good idea. I don't know. I mean, I think hear that. I, I think Kid and Play of the nineties. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, writer Ellen Carmichael says, as New Orleans infrastructure collapses and innocent people are shot dead every day, Mayor Latoya Cantrell unveils a giant black pa- power hairpin in historic Lafayette Square. Your terrible leadership is absolutely devastating, and those who have a history and love for this city. So, I mean, obviously they're not mentioning the people that like its comments, right. but yeah. they are mentioning that there's plenty that don't. And as yeah. it specified, plenty of black people don't don't see this as a yeah. as great of an accomplishment or achievement as um, what's her name, Latoya Cantrell, the yeah. mayor, <laughs> decided it was, but. Again, what do I know? I can't yeah. really speak for this, but uh, when I first saw it, I was like, this has to be a fucking yeah. joke. Yeah, and you sent it to me, and I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, there's no way. I mean, that's like something out of a like Blazing Saddles. 
right? I mean that I thought it was uh, an onion article or right. like uh the what's the the Babylon Bee. I right. thought it was like a satire yeah. article. I was and like, that's oh, what that's it would funny. seem like. And then yeah. I read it, I was like, Oh, this, this is, is real. This is a real thing. <laughs> like they actually did this thing. Yeah. Uh they they made a black power Afro picture <laughs> for, for a memorial. <laughs> I mean that's horrible. right up there with, you know, the statue of Abraham Lincoln or uh, the statue of uh, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. That's like on right, par right, with it. Right, yeah, right. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, of all the things yeah. that would represent ending slavery, too. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. It's like, I have a statue of buckwheat. I mean, it's basically the same. I, I just don't get it. I mean, this is someplace that, again, you know, the former mayor Reagan, who or uh, Nagin, who's now in jail for money laundering, had <laughs> come out and said that New Orleans was a chocolate city. <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're like they're over two man with their mayors. <laughs> they're, not, they're not doing great here. So um, I'd like to hear. Um, I'd like to see more comments on this i yeah dig into that a little bit to see what the yeah. people that like it are actually saying but we don't really got time for that we do got more outrage in the news countrywide outrage specifically from the supreme court because not only did roe v wade get overturned in the supreme court but also the same week the the supreme court came out like Swinging for the fence this yeah. week. Oh, they did. Because the same week they overturned Roe v. Wade, they also uh, decided to allow carrying of firearms in public. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, yeah, I'm not entirely sure how deep this goes, but it sounds like there's certain states like New York that's had like a ban on carrying uh, firearms for about 110 years now. Yes. Uh, they're kind of pissed off about it, but. This, this is from NBC News. It says Supreme Court allows the carrying of firearms in public in major victory for gun rights groups. <clears throat> so it says in Washington, uh, the Supreme Court ruled Thursday that the Constitution provides a right to carry a gun outside the home, issuing a major decision on the meaning of the Second Amendment. The six to three rule was the court's second important decision on the right to keep and bear arms. In a landmark 2008 decision, the court had said, for the first time that the amending safeguards a person's right to possess firearms, although the decision was limited to keeping guns at home for self-defense. So they just expanded that further. So right. now um, you, everyone should be allowed to carry. Mm -hmm. On their person. On their person. Says the court has now taken the ruling to the next step after years of ducking the issue and applied the Second Amendment beyond the limits of homeowners' property in a decision that could affect the ability of state and local governments to impose a wide variety of firearms regulations. Decision which came as Congress advanced the most significant gun violence prevention legislation, which is what we're going to talk about after this. Right. So there's guns, all kinds of guns in the yes. news. The Supreme Court says, yes, guns. The Senate says no to guns yes. um, all at the same time in the same week. It says, uh, decision which came as Congress advanced the most significant gun violence prevention legislation in almost 30 years involved a New York law that required showing a special need to get a permit to carry a concealed handgun in public. So basically what it was was in New York, it was like, here in New York, you have to show special needs to self-defense. Right. It's like, how do you prove that you need self-defense until right. you've already, like, 
right until it's too late right (laughs) it's way too late to need it for self-defense it's like you know i got shot like six (laughs) times could you please let me carry a gun next time like oh yeah you you're probably a shoe in for being able to carry your arms now but you know we'll get you one says the state bans carrying handguns openly but allows residents to apply for licenses to carry them concealed so it sounds like they're pushing like open carry yeah which uh a lot of states already allow but new york does not uh but they they, i wonder what this does for i was talking to you about this and we've talked about this Mm. on other gun episodes that we've done um there's two forms of like carry states there's Mm. because all states have to allow some form of carry now um based on supreme court what six seven years ago right yeah so some states are um shall Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the word? Shall issue or will issue states? Right. Will issue states are like Iowa. It's like you apply for it as long as you're not like freaking right. Yeah, criminal or something. Record, yeah, yeah, like a felon or something like that. They will issue it. Um, other states like New York, Illinois, California are shall issue shall issue states where they don't have to. Right. They can decide. You know, I don't feel like issuing you right a license. Yeah, we understand this person's been threatening you, but there's no real proof of it, so we're yeah. not going to do that. Yeah. So I wonder if this affects those. I would those think it laws. Would. I yeah. would think so too. So it says um, the law at issue said, however says the law issue said however that permits could be granted only to applicants who demonstrated some special need a requirement that went beyond a general desire for self-protection <laughs> gun owners in the state suit what I, I would think anybody who lives in new york city has a special need right, for self-defense exactly. <laughs> uh, says gun owners in the state sued contending that the requirement made it virtually impossible for ordinary citizens to get the necessary license. And that's the same in California, too, from what I've heard. Okay. Illinois is a little easier now than it used to be, but I don't think it's still as right. easy as here in Iowa. Said so they argued that the law turned the Second Amendment into a limited privilege, not a constitutional right. The court agreed with the challengers and struck down the heightened requirement, but it left the door open to allowing states to impose limits on the carrying of guns. The constitutional right to bear arms in public for self-defense is not a second-class right subject to an entirely different body of rules than the other Bill of Rights guarantees, Hmm. said Justice Clarence Thomas. We know of no other constitutional right that an individual may exercise only after demonstrating to government officers some special need. That is a very good point, Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm surprised it took 200 and some odd years for one Supreme Court justice to get up and be like, what about free speech? We don't have to demonstrate yeah. the need for free speech. We don't have to demonstrate the need for um, yeah. like freedom of press or freedom of all religion. Yeah. Like you just have that right. Right. But for some reason, the second amendment is the one It's just like, well, yeah, let us, we'll decide for you. If mm-hmm. uh, you qualify for that, right. Like yeah. you have that right, but only, but we allow right. you to yeah. carry that out. That, yeah. On like our said, terms. It, it's hard to believe it's been 230 some years yeah. because that's seems like that would be kind of a no brainer. <laughs> you would think, I mean, not much. There's very limited brain cells across yeah. the, but, but I bet you, bodies. I bet you up until like the last, I don't know, 50, 60 years, it was never questioned. Yeah. Cause people just carried them in their right. pickup truck yeah. in the back right. window. Exactly. On a I remember my dad did. I mean, yeah. we'd drive around in his, his Jeep and he had always had rifles like in his back window. Yeah. 
and, and but just because of the dumb shits in government now, they have to clarify it. Yeah, hey, let's clear this up a bit. Uh, what what is the what were the founding fathers thinking here? <laughs> Says uh, in the ruling's most far-reaching language, Thomas said concern for public safety isn't enough to justify new gun control. The government must affirmatively prove that its firearm regulation is part of the historical tradition that delimits the outer bounds of the right to keep and bear arms. Experts on gun laws said that part of the ruling sets a high bar for further gun restrictions, which is nice. They probably threw that out there as quickly as possible this week because they knew oh, yeah. the Senate was uh, that's pushing through too. this, yeah. this, this uh, gun regulation. So it says in a, con a concurring opinion joined by Chief Justice John Roberts, Brett Kavanaugh said the ruling does not bar states from imposing licensing requirements for carrying handguns for self-defense, such as fingerprinting, background checks, and mental health record checks. So it doesn't, like, put any of that out of the right. question it's not saying hey you're all free to open carry right. it's all constitutional carry now like we have here in iowa right but it's saying you can't really decide mm -hmm. who qualifies for they the burden of proof of needing self-defense no longer rests on right. the individual yeah. so right so i think that's a win personally i think so too and, i think that's huge and I think, yeah, it was probably pushed through specifically because mm -hmm. of this next next article I have, which was um, this bipartisan gun violence bill. Yeah. Well, first, before I get into this, because this talks about President Joe Biden's gun violence bill. This isn't like Joe. The president doesn't yeah. write bills. He right, signs right. off on them. Yeah. I, he he needed a win, up. though. Yeah, he, he does. Needed, but so. but. Back to that original one. Um, I can't remember. Did you see Joe Biden's response to the Supreme Court ruling? I did not. Um, hang on. Biden response to. Um, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Supreme Court gun. Because, I mean, it was it was ridiculous. <laughs> I can imagine. Statement by President Joe Biden on Supreme Court ruling on guns. And this is from WH.gov, WhiteHouse.gov. Okay. So this is official. I am deeply disappointed by the Supreme Court's ruling in New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. Since 1911, which coincidentally, 19, like the Colt 1911, you'd think it that'd is. be a good year for the guns, exactly. not the bad year. The state of New York has required individuals who would like to carry a concealed weapon in public to show a need to do so for the purpose of self-defense and to acquire a license. More than a century later, the United States Supreme Court has chosen to strike down New York's long-established authority to protect its citizens. <laughs> no, no, That's they're making it easier to protect, to protect citizens. citizens. Exactly. The ruling contradicts both common sense and the Constitution and should deeply trouble us all. Uh, I, what's his argument for that, though? I mean... Well, because uh, Buffalo and Uvalde, he goes right into that. Oh, okay. It's in the wake of the horrific attacks in Buffalo and Uvalde, as well as the daily acts of gun violence that do not make national headlines. We must do more as society, not less, to protect our fellow Americans. But if citizens in Buffalo were armed, right, and we've already gone over Uvalde backwards and forwards and all of the mistakes and what a clusterfuck that was. Yeah. I mean, you know, Buffalo may not have been as bad. So, yeah, yeah, you would think, but um, I think it's hilarious that 
he comes up with this line. And the things that he points out are uh, New York had made it so, let's see, show a need for purpose of self-defense. Well, first of all, anytime somebody has a gun is yeah. showing the need for self-defense. Again, right. like how do you prove you need self-defense before right. it's too late yeah. to prove that you need self-defense? Yeah. And then the second, to acquire a license – well, the freaking Supreme Court said we're not overturning the need to right. acquire a license. Yeah. So this is like he's just blowing smoke yeah. up people's asses to say, well, he's just throwing out like yeah. people don't even need licenses now. Right. There, and do you want people walking unlicensed walking around carrying guns? Yeah. That's not what this bill even is. So right. the fact that he's even bringing this up and it, it doesn't say he doesn't turn around and say the Supreme Court shot that down, all those down. Mm -hmm. No, he but he brings that up yeah. to make. Yeah. Show this facade, make people believe that this is what's yeah. going on when that's not right. what's going and, and on. Just like we'll get into tomorrow with the whole RV Wade thing. The yeah, there there's different things that he's trying to throw out there that aren't accurate. He's trying to portray it poorly. Yeah. So. And all of social media jumps on that right. and the Twitter follower or the yeah. Twitter, uh uh TikTok followers yeah. like jump on this stupid yeah. stuff that isn't even real right. and then it spreads like wildfire mm -hmm. and talk about the spread of misinformation oh yeah like, i mean yeah. what what spreads faster than a tiktok video yeah no shit <laughs> so let's get into this bill it says this is from uh al jazeera it says what's in u.s president joe biden's bipartisan gun violence bill it says the new law is the most sweeping gun violence bill in decades and follows a spate of mass shootings in the a u.s spate? U.S. President Joe Biden has signed into law the most sweeping gun violence bill in decades, a bipartisan compromise that seemed unimaginable until a recent series of mass shootings. There you go. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Right? Citing the families of shooting victims he met, the president said their message to us was do something. Yeah, you remember <laughs> that parent that like the first thing he said was um, – like after his kid got shot, it's like, why? Why don't we have stricter gun laws? Right, yeah. Joe Biden, yeah. do something and make right. stricter gun laws. And it's like, that's not how a parent who just lost their child right. would respond in the situation. Yeah. Or remember the recording of the girl in the closet? Yes. That was oh like, my gosh. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh. It just makes me like, <laughs> I, like I wanted to own a gun up till now. And now, and I was going to join the NRA, and now all of a sudden I'm having second thoughts. Yeah. Like, why would there be stricter gun laws? I mean, not to, yeah, yeah. not to joke about a, something so serious, but no. when shit like that yeah. that that can't be real no, because that's just not that people don't think that way. People yeah. don't respond that way. It's like it's like constructing a black power hair pick <laughs> as a june 16th memorial this shit can't be real right, this yeah. can't be real life right yeah yeah so it goes on to say their message to us was do something how many times did we hear this just do something for god's sake i love when he, <laughs> how yeah, much he says it wasn't god's sake. for god's sake man just do something <laughs> well today we did um so here's what's some of the highlights of the bill biden signed on saturday expanded background checks State, local, juvenile, and mental health records of gun purchasers will be part of federal background checks for buyers 18 to 20. I thought mental health checks records were already That's what I part so of those. Too, but maybe least, not for juveniles. Or maybe it's like a state-by-state state thing, too. Well, I, I think it means like if, it's so like if someone's in counseling and stuff as a kid, like uh, okay. before they're 18, you know, typically that stuff is kind of locked up and you oh, don't okay. have access to it. That makes sense. 
The next part says the three-day maximum for gathering records will be lengthened to up to 10 days to search juvenile data. If 10-day lapses without a resolution, the sale will go through. So you might have to wait up to 10, 10 days day now for to, waiting, to yeah, get between a 18 and, Between 18 to 20. Yeah. Um, the boyfriend loophole. Which you mentioned we already thought was a thing. Yeah, I, I kind of thought this was a thing. But this says convicted domestic violence offenders will be denied guns if they have a current or past continuing serious relationship of romantic or intimate nature with a victim. Which I thought, correct me if I'm wrong, I thought uh, perpetrators of domestic violence already lost their right to I possess a weapon. Because, the reason why I thought this is because in the military... They tell you if you're convicted of domestic violence, you're automatically kicked out of the Marines because you're not allowed to possess a weapon. And how can you be effective in the military if you can't possess right. a weapon? Right. So, again, yeah. I thought this was already on the books. Mm -hmm. At yeah. least the military made us believe that. Maybe right. they, maybe they're just yeah. blowing smoke up our ass so we won't <laughs> beat our wives. I could have been beating my wife this whole time. The whole time you missed out. <laughs> An abuser's rights to buy firearms will be restored after five years if no additional violent crimes are committed. Again, think about, I mean, some people hold grudges for a very long no, time. Heck they, yeah. they might be sitting there and it's like, all right, four years, 364 days, <laughs> yeah. 365. All right, bitch, you're gone. Yeah, exactly. It's in there, little hash marks in the wall. <laughs> yes. So, so domestic violence offenders are, can be denied guns or will be denied guns if they had or have a relationship with their victim, which see, I think they should be denied anyways. Yeah. I mean, so, at least to an, up to yeah, a certain extent, right, right, it's like yeah. if you like committed domestic, yeah, which isn't domestic violence part of a serious relationship. Right. Or, yes, it is actually like, doesn't that you like, can't have domestic violence if without you're not a relationship, in a, <laughs> a domestic relationship. So I, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. All right. So so after five years, like we said, if they haven't committed any violent crimes, additionally, uh, they can have their rights restored. Yeah. Uh, firearms are currently denied to domestic abusers if they are married, live with or had a child with the victim. So maybe that's okay. maybe that's so, it. Yeah. So now they're expanding it. So now it you don't. It's just not married and live with. It's also if involved had, with them. If you had a past relationship, right. with and them. you're still involved with them, yeah. Or which like that. I mean, if if you're going to take it away from people who beat their wives, you should probably take it away from people that beat their exes too. Right. Because yes. I mean, that happens. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I I don't support any kind of gun laws on the right. books, but this just seems right. Like yeah. if, if one, then the other, you know, right. like yeah. there's a lot of semantics going, well, yes. I mean, is it really a domestic spat if, I mean, they haven't been dating for six months right. now. Yeah. He, I mean, this is just a random act of yeah. violence at this point. <laughs> right. Yeah. So now the red flag laws, which are the part that scares me the right. most. Federal aid, well, that just sounds like money laundering to me. Right. Federal aid will be given to 19 states to the 19 states plus District of Columbia that have laws helping authorities get court orders to temporarily so, remove guns. So, so states with red flag laws. So, yeah, it's not. So they're not even imposing red flag laws, yeah. which is what all the like NRA types and the Republicans are like, oh, do we want red flag laws? Right. 
from this, it doesn't even sound like they're putting red flag no. laws on. No, it, it's saying we're going to help you out if you have, have them. Yes. Red we're going to give laws. you money to help you with those. So it's not, it's not um, overstepping like state rights. Mm. It's just saying it's bribery, basically. It's yeah. like, we'll give you more money if you do this. Right. Uh, so, yeah. again, all this noise about it is almost for nothing. Because right. from what I've read so far, not a whole lot has changed. Right being the most expansive gun laws right. on the books. Yeah. Well, they haven't expanded red flag laws. No, they're just supporting states that mm -hmm. have them already. Um, the only domestic violence thing they expanded was they pushed it to include boyfriends right. and ex-boyfriends. Instead of spouses. Or yeah. girlfriends. I mean, we can't be sexist yeah, because, here. Yeah, girlfriends shoot people too. Yes, <laughs> there are crazy <laughs> bitches out there. For sure. All right. Uh, Since... So those states will need strong processes for challenging the taking of firearms. Other states could use money for crisis intervention programs. Mental health. The bill will expand community behavioral health clinics, help states bolster mental health programs in schools, and provide more mental health consultations remotely. So they're going to put them on more medications so that they go crazy and shoot people. Or put them on more lists to impose more red flag laws. There you go. <laughs> it's like, let's expand the mental health so we know yeah. how many... I mean, I'm not saying people shouldn't seek mental health care, but yeah. if the federal government is looking to get in on the mental health, it's yeah. so they can get compile a bigger list of people to put on their list. And that's one of the things that always bothered me with this is that, you know, a lot of veterans, you know, a lot right. of people that have been overseas and foreign wars or whatever, you know, they could be, uh, I mean, and justifiably so PTSD. Okay, well, now they can't carry. Right. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of those people just need some serious help, right? But, and the mental health comes, the mental health care comes definitely. It would be a good thing, but again, with with the federal government getting involved in it, that just sounds problematic to me. We know how right. the VA operates, first of all, right? Exactly. Um, so I I don't know. I I don't know what I think on all this because again, I have not seen that much. Right, big changes. Big change, yeah. yeah. Um, to me, it's like, okay, you think of like the uh, the Uvalde kid, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously the kid had issues, right? But parents aren't going to necessarily enact, you know, guidance counsels, counselors. Who was the kid, uh, the shooting, the school shooting before Uvalde, where the guidance counselor is like, well, we told the parents yes. that this could be a danger and the parents didn't take it serious. Yeah, and they wouldn't even like take them out of school. Right, and yeah. And then the kid came back yeah. and so, school. So then it's like, you, know, you could like tell the parents this, but if they're not going to put them into counseling or whatever, right. what and good is it going to do? None, obviously. Right. So I guess this is probably the part that's the most expansive, and that's like the sentencing for like gun crimes and right. um, federally licensed gun dealers. This, I guess this would be the most invasive one would mm -hmm. be, um, it says, current laws require people engaged in the business of selling guns be licensed, which means they must conduct background checks. The bill defines that as selling firearms to predominantly earn a profit in an effort to prosecute people who evade that requirement. Uh, so maybe expanding to having to be federally licensed, right. I guess. So like if I'm like, hey, Craig, you want to buy this, this sweet Glock and not like doing background check on you or whatever, you know, no, that's still OK. It's, yeah. uh, it says predominantly earning a profit. Off right. of selling a firearms, it's yeah. not well, you're I not a gun seller. Well, yeah, but you're not like predominantly earning a. You're not. Right. 
you're, like they, make as a living. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about like one-on-one -on -one sales. Oh, okay. It's mostly okay. like like gun shops and stuff have gotcha. to be federally licensed. It sounds like gun traffickers. The bill will create federal crimes for gun traffickers and straw purchasers, or people who buy guns for people who would not pass background checks. I thought that was already against I the law. So too. The penalties are up to twenty-five years in prison. So maybe they bumped up. That could be the penalties. Yeah. Maybe it was like five years before. Such offenders are now primarily prosecuted for paperwork violations. <clears throat> um, cost. The nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office estimates the cost of the bill to be $13 billion, mostly for mental health in schools. Oh, yeah, because wasn't there in there something in there about them, uh, like, expanding, like, school protections or something uh, like that? Yeah, the bill will increase spending on school mental health crisis intervention, violence prevention, programs, violence prevention programs, mental health worker training, and school safety. There you yeah, go. Yeah, school safety. <clears throat> so it sounds like $13 billion of money laundering to me. Yes, I agree with that. Is there enough here to make a big stink about? I, I don't think so. Is it that sweeping of a gun reform bill i mean does it seem more like it's like okay Biden needs a win they're gonna put a bunch of nothing into nothing salad word salad basically into a bill and and pass it nothing substantive substantial but it looks good on paper right that, that's the way it sounds to me i mean i don't dollars for nothing again i don't hear anything that screams like oh this is right. like so they're coming after our guns right. it's like now they're I mean, they're expanding little, little expansion on baby existing steps, stuff. Like, uh, right. What was, uh, Bob? Oh, what yeah, about what Bob? About Bob? Yeah. Baby steps. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't see much to get outraged about. We're moving on away from the outrage in Supreme yes. Court okay. and Senate and guns and all that stuff. Moving across the pond over to the other side. Um, this happened in South Africa. This one was weird. And yeah. at first you said it to me. I'm like, that's weird. We should talk about it. Then I heard other reports. I'm like, no, that's nothing. We shouldn't talk about it. And then more reports. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. We should talk about it. Um, it's an emotional 20, roller coaster. 22 people were found dead in a South Africa bar. Yeah. And students, like students. young people. Yeah. And you had sent me this and you're like, or told me this. And you're like, do you hear about this? And there was no signs of violence and they don't know how they died. I'm like, huh. And you had brought up, remind us of, uh, what was that? Uh, oh, in the Caribbean. In the there Caribbean, was like three like, people died at a resort. At a resort yeah. and of unknown causes. Yeah. And we're like, Which we've never got an update on. No, we didn't. We, I don't think we'll ever hear no. about it either. So now 22 people are found dead in a South Africa bar, which is more consolidated. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, huh, that's weird that they don't know. Well, then I had seen reports that were like, hey, they were killed by stampeding people. Right. I'm like, oh, okay, that's not really big news. Right. I mean, that's weird that just at a random bar, people right. get, didn't say anything about a fire alarm being pulled. Do they have right. fire alarms in South Africa? I don't think I don't, so. <laughs> I don't know. Um, or like, I don't know, somebody like Justin Bieber showing up and all the women like right. running, like flocking in to the front South staff. Africa. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. These Isn't half his face still paralyzed? I think so, yeah. Because of the thing that'll get us kicked off YouTube, which right. we're already we're off of. Off, so so vaccines. Um, but then this article posted from Al Jazeera as well that says no visible wounds were yeah. reported on these people. Uh, 22 people who are found dead in the South Africa bar. It says police. Police are launching an investigation into the death of 22 young patrons found at a popular township bar close to East London City. 
At least 22 people were found dead at a nightclub under mysterious circumstances in a township in South Africa's southern city in East London. Brigadier Tambinkowski Kanana, <laughs> I'm not South African, I'm sorry, said on Sunday police were alerted by members of the public to an incident at Scenery Park. The circumstances under which they died are under investigation. Kinana said, adding it was too early to determine the cause of death of the young adults aged between 18 and 20 years old. The bodies will be transported to state mortuaries where relatives are expected to help identify victims, said Sayanda Manana, a spokesperson for the Eastern Cape Provincial Health Department. We are going to immediately be embarking on autopsies so we can know the probable cause of death. We are talking 22 bodies right now. National Police Minister Becky Selly broke down in tears after emerging from a morgue where the bodies had been stored. It's a terrible scene. They are pretty young. When you're told they're 13 years, 14 years, and you go there and you see them, it breaks you. Didn't it say 18? That's what I thought, yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? Right. <laughs> like, they can't even get the ages straight. And what were 13, 14-year-olds right. doing at a at bar? At a bar in <laughs> I, South Africa? I don't know. I grew up in the wrong place. Yes, no kidding. So it says local television showed police officers trying to calm a crowd of people gathered outside the club in the city, which lies on the Indian Ocean coast, nearly a thousand kilometers or 620 miles south of the commercial capital Johannesburg. Hmm. Unathi Binkosi, an Eastern Cape Community and Safety Department official speaking from the scene, ruled out a stampede as the cause of death. It's difficult to believe it's a stampede as there are no visible open wounds to those dead. Parents whose children did not sleep home are gathered here and they want to enter the tavern to look for their loved ones. He said he understood the patrons were students celebrating Pens Down, a party held after high school exams. A regional local newspaper reported that bodies are lying strewn across tables, chairs, and the, on the floor with no obvious signs of injury. Now, if it was a stampede, right. I can't imagine that bodies would be across tables right. or on the floor. Yeah, right. Again, my question is, what the hell is going on here? Right. Yeah, and again, no visual like wounds. Yeah, if, I mean, if there was... A stampede, people that have like busted up faces right. and yeah. like crushed heads and stuff like right. that. Not not just thrown yeah. across tables with no visible wounds. It's like they something hit and they all just dropped. Yeah. Like gas attack or something. Right. I, I, I I don't know. Um, maybe they all took the vaccine like that morning or right. something. I, I don't know. We can say that now. You're really pushing it <laughs> We now. can say that now. We're not on YouTube. We can say it. Hey, they had a shot called the vaccine. They all did it yes. one time. <laughs> Expressing his condolence to affected families, President Cyril Ram Ramaphosa said he was worried about the circumstance under which young people, potentially under the age of 18, were allowed to gather at the tavern. That's the part you should be concerned about. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, well, I guess my real question is, <laughs> why were these youngsters at the bar in the first place? Right. <laughs> I mean, we need to do more to keep minors out of yeah. bars because minor, underage drinking is a pandemic <laughs> in South Africa. And everybody's like, dude, people are fucking dead. Yeah, Who cares? Right. <laughs> we'll sort out the legality of this after we decide how the hell our kids died in the bar right. to begin yeah. with. 
The call is on the parents to see that their kids are kept well. The call is on the community to say we can't allow our kids to die. So he's putting the blame on. He just blamed the fucking parents. You know, it's not our fault. You let your kids go to the bar. Why would you let your kids go to the he's bar? He's gonna be the next mayor of New Orleans. Uh, I guess that was the national police minister that said that. Oh, okay. He told a crowd, large crowd near the scene during an impromptu visit broadcast on live television. A 17-year-old girl who only gave her name as Lolly and lived close to the tavern said the venue was a popular hangout with teenagers, but the community wanted it shut down after the tragedy. <sighs> I I don't know. Opinions? I you know, I I, I don't know. No? <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever find out the real thing, otherwise other than the fact that they're gonna close this place down. Because of underage drinking. <laughs> right, exactly. Not the fact that twenty two people died there, the fact that there was underage drinking going on. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. It it's something we'll never know the answer to, probably, yeah. especially if it's something other than oh, yeah. normal circumstances. It's yeah. gonna be like, <laughs> don't tell anybody. Yeah. Pretty soon we're gonna find that town just like yeah. burned to the ground because they want to cover up yeah. all the evidence. Well, of, what's the name of the town again? Uh let's see. I don't know. Is oh, it, it was uh, New London. It was New yeah, London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, London right. City. London City. New, That's it. Yeah, literally. All right. London I'm going to keep an eye on this story because I want to. I want to see if they're ever going to release, even in a little blurb, like, "Yeah, 22 people died because of the vaccine." <laughs> Boom. Yeah. No. Nothing. Nothing out of the ordinary no. here. Uh, nothing to see. But uh, the reason why I, I feel like we'll never know the answer to this is because of this next story about somebody who died that we still don't have. Answers. Answers, too. And this is unrelated. But John McAfee, we ha I did an episode, I think, with Remzo. I think you were on vacation I at that so, time. Yeah. Um, about the death, the mysterious death of John McAfee, his suicide or whatever, right. even after, like, a week before he said, hey, guys, I'm not suicidal. Right. Then a yeah. week later, he He's dead. suicided himself. This news just came out to bring up old shit. Right. One year after his death, his corpse is still being held by the government. That's insane. Why? Yeah. Like, if there's nothing to hide, why are you holding his yeah. corpse? It says, one year after his death, John McAfee's corpse is still being held by the government, government fueling claims of cover-up. Go figure. Would you, would you expect that? Yeah, no, not at all. It has been an entire year since John McAfee died. Allegedly, allegedly, by suicide in a Spanish prison, and since that day, authorities have refused to release his body. So, is it just sitting there, like rotting away, right. where he died? It's like nobody go in there. Least? Yeah, right. Uh, so, this was the post I was talking about. Uh, John McAfee posted shortly before his death. I am content in here. I have friends. The food is good. All is well. Know that if I hang myself, a la Epstein, it will be no fault of mine. Damn. Yeah, so he predicted his own suicide. Yeah. Since his death last June, the internet has abounded with conspiracy theories over how John McAfee died. Adding fuel to the conspiracy fire was the fact that the Spanish government, who is holding him on charges of tax evasion to be extradited to the U.S., has held his body and refused to allow the family to see it. After suspiciously holding his body for seven months in February, a Spanish court ruled that McAfee took his own life. This ruling by the judge confirmed the findings of the original autopsy, which declared his death a suicide. Oh, yeah, that confirms it. The yeah, Spanish right. courts that won't 
release, release it. it and set it so that confirms yeah, it that oh, every, true. everything's cleared up guys all right, let's it's go all yep yeah, yep we can move on from this story says as she did with the original ruling mcafee's widow janice mcafee has appealed the ruling insisting her husband was murdered joy athanasio a lawyer for mcafee's daughter identified only as jen Probably Jen McAfee would be my, my, my that would be my thought. <laughs> that would be, I mean, just <laughs> not not trying to make assumptions here, but we don't know her full name, but she is identified as Jen. And is she a John McAfee's daughter? <laughs> her lawyer, Jen, just Jen. Just Jen. Told the financial news site Market Watch that Janice immediately appealed the decision to a higher court at the time, though he noted that there was no timetable yet when the higher court would rule on the appeal. At this point, we don't really know how much aside from the ruling. It's been a long, strange process. I'd say very strange. Adding credence to Janice's claim is the fact McAfee himself said he was content in jail and had no plans to kill himself like Epstein. That would be a little shady, yes. Uh, it says, so this is, I don't know who this is, on Twitter said, R.I.P. John McAfee, who died from apparent suicide while awaiting extradition. Problem is, he was claiming to do well in prison and insisted, if I hang myself, uh, a la Epstein, it will be no fault of mine. So, again. McAfee made a video in 2020 calling out the deep state. A week after the video was made, there was a warrant out for his arrest. A year later, he was found dead. Uh, one... 2019 tweet from McAfee, who is known for freely speaking his mind, however, however outlandishly, warned the former tech mogul was getting subtle messages from the U.S. government officials that they were going to have him killed and make it look like suicide. He even got a tattoo reading, whacked, which Twitter <laughs> users began turning into a hashtag, along with McAfee didn't kill himself shortly after his death. So this goes into all the stuff that we've yeah. talked about. Go back a year ago. I, exactly, I, actually. Yeah, I talked about this with, like I said, yeah. Remzo. Talked about the craziness surrounding John mm -hmm. McAfee's quote-unquote suicide. But the fact that they won't release his body right. to that's the shady. family, that's pretty shady. Like, yeah. for what purpose other than, like, let's say, let's just say... That nothing crazy, nothing fishy happened. And he did. Like, yes, yeah. October, he said, I'm not going to kill myself. But by June of right. sitting yeah. in jail. like he said, oh, he likes the food. Fuck that. Let's start putting shit in there. No, no. <laughs> what I'm saying is, let, let's oh. just say, like, maybe in October, yeah, he wasn't suicidal. Right. By June, the U.S. government already planned to extradite him. They had already approved it. Right. So maybe by then, he's just like. They're going to you know kill what? me anyways. Yeah, this is going to, they're, they're going to kill me. I might as well go out my own way. Maybe, right. maybe he did kill himself. Does it really clear things up when you refuse to release the body, right. though? Right. It's yeah. like, it's similar, slightly similar to, uh, there was this bearded gentleman in the Middle East that the U.S. had been hunting right. for a long period of time, and they caught him and then decided to dump his body in the ocean. So right. nobody could see whether right. or not this was true, Osama bin Laden. I don't know right. if y'all remember that name. I mean, that's like ancient right. history. Again, it's like if you don't want these conspiracy theorists right. like myself, then don't feed into them. Yeah, right? <laughs> don't give us fuel yeah. for that that slow burning yeah. fire. It's just it, it makes no sense why the Spanish government would just be like, nah, right. we're just gonna hold on to it for for the time being for a year. 
Yeah. Who holds on to a body for a year? I know that's gross. It is. That's like it's, some weird fetish shit. It's like, like what like are they doing? With... The bar- I, mean, I mean, John McAfee had some weird fetish shit going on. Yeah. Maybe, maybe John McAfee's not dead. And that's why they won't release his body. Right. Maybe he escaped and they don't want <laughs> anyone that to know embarrassment. That shit. They're like, no, he died. He's absolutely yeah, dead. He's he's gone. Yeah, but no, we're not gonna give you his body. Right. Because of whatever. Yeah. We need to further autopsy it or whatever. Or maybe um he made some kind of weird deal yeah. with somebody. Or or maybe the United States maybe he's wants people to think he's dead. Yeah. And they Brought or, him in house. or maybe Spain wanted to actually protect him from the United States and so they, they faked his dead. dead. Holy fuck. And maybe he's feeding into the Spaniards or Russia. He's probably feeding Russia. It's got to be oh, Russia. Yeah, yeah just like obviously Snowden. it's Russia. Yeah, right. He's probably living it up with Snowden oh, and Elvis. Yeah. Yeah, in Russia. I don't know. Now they're gonna fake the death of the uh, WikiLeaks guy, and he's you see what Russia. you see what this <laughs> this fuels. You see how exactly. this fuels the fire. All because Spain won't release the fucking body. We just came up with like eighteen scenarios, crazy yes. conspiracy theories yes. in three seconds. Yeah, because Spain won't release the body. Yeah, good job, government. Uh, I almost said Jeffrey Epstein of <laughs> uh, John McAfee. <sighs> All right. Speaking of Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> and mysterious suicides and so-and-so didn't kill themselves, did you hear Ghislaine Maxwell is now on suicide watch? Of course. Of course. I mean, we got it. Uh, might as well. Might right. as well put her there, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, Epstein didn't kill himself. Uh, John McAfee didn't kill himself. So we might as well start the hashtag Ghislaine Maxwell didn't kill herself. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure that probably started the second she went to prison. Oh, yeah. Hashtag yeah. Started. Oh, you know, it did. So this is the title of this headline. Glenn Maxwell is placed on suicide watch and may seek to delay her Tuesday sentencing for aiding Jeffrey Epstein's sexual abuse of underage girls. Prosecutors want her to spend at least 30 years in prison. I think they need to work on their titles. <laughs> they need to shorten that up a little bit. All right, so this says, uh, Glenn Maxwell has been placed on suicide watch just days before her scheduled sentencing for sex trafficking and conspiracy crimes. It's always, like, immediately before something is released. Like, Epstein was, like, right before he was scheduled to go to trial, right? Yeah. Uh, McAfee was immediately before he was supposed to be extradited. Maxwell is now on suicide watch immediately before she's supposed to be sentenced. Says Bobby Sternheim, who represents longtime Jeffrey Epstein associate, submitted a letter to the U.S. District Judge Allison Nathan on Saturday stating that the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn had placed her client on suicide watch on Friday. Uh, Sternheim claimed this was done without having conducted a psychological evaluation and without justification. Oh. Again, the things that make you go, yes. hmm. Right. There's there's so many of them in today's <laughs> news. It says, with Maxwell allegedly wearing a suicided smock. What's a suicided smock? Do they issue those in prison? It's a large piece of fabric that can't be used to fashion a noose. I, it's okay. the toilet paper clothes. Oh, gotcha, that, gotcha. Now, now, if you remember. Yes, I do. If you remember, yes. uh, Jeffrey Epstein himself was wearing... A suicide smock. A suicide smock. Not a suicided smock. A suicide smock. Um, He was wearing the toilet paper cloth himself because he was on suicide watch when he killed himself and somehow managed to 
not only hang himself, but break the bones in his neck structure with this yes. toilet paper clothing. Yes. That's some so th that must th be like double ply. This is like freaking irony. It's yeah. it's like, guys, we you gotta realize she couldn't possibly kill herself like Epstein because we put her in the suicide smog. It's just right. like okay, right. this happened before. Right, right. Uh maybe Epstein's just more um <laughs> a go-getter type of right. person. Sternheim argued Maxwell's sentencing needed to be postponed while she remains on suicide watch, even if the lawyer claimed she is not suicidal. Maxwell, who's 60, is due back in court on June 28th with prosecutors requesting a minimum sentence of 30 years in prison. She's currently being held in the general population area of the no notorious prison where an inmate recently threatened to kill her. <sighs> A source told the Mail on Sunday one woman was going around only bragging that she was going to murder Ghislaine for a million dollars. I remember reading about that. Yes. I do not. Yeah. Actually, I thought I sent that to you. Maybe I didn't. Maybe you did, but maybe I missed it. Yeah. So, yeah. So not only do we got her on suicide watch, which alone sets off my red flag, right. my, yeah. my bells go off. Then her lawyer says, uh, she was never evaluated. She's yeah. not suicidal that I know of. Yeah. That raised red flags. Right. Then this inmate's going around saying, I'm going to kill her for, for a million, million dollars. dollars. Who the fuck is like offering a million right. dollars? Was, to, did to Hillary kill, stop him? Like, yeah. Like H Hillary Clinton's uh, <laughs> paying a visit. We, we need to check the visitor logs here. My, right. my battery's no dying apparently. And no. I don't want it to die before. I got it plugged in. No, I don't. <laughs> You're close. Hang on just a second. I don't want this to die midstream. We are almost done. So, again, I, I feel like we got to check the visitor logs right, to see exactly. who is offering this, this person a million dollars to off Ghislaine Maxwell. Or maybe this yeah. person just wanted to make headlines. Like, right. You know how I could really get conspiracy theorists going crazy. Yeah. All I got to do is say... Hey, somebody offered me a million dollars to kill yeah. Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. Yeah. But there's probably more a better chance that somebody actually offered that person a million dollars to, to kill, kill yes, Ghislaine Maxwell. Maxwell. They forgot to add the caveat. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Don't tell anybody we told you. Now that inmate is gonna show up dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> With uh suicide smock. So so between John McAfee weirdness and this weirdness, wh which one do you find weirder? John McAbee. Yeah. Yeah. Just again, holding on to a body for a year. Yeah. That just doesn't make sense. No, especially when there's so much speculation. Yeah. The the wife is like taking you to court. Yeah. Because she thinks he was murdered. And you're like, no, he killed himself, but we're not gonna let you see. Yeah, it. right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it nothing makes sense anymore. That's all the time we have. Yeah. I had another story. I'll just throw it out there. Apparently, um, a bombshell report came out that the CIA, shockingly, is in doing operations in Ukraine. Shockingly. Shockingly. Didn't bombshell see that report. No, never would have never, expected that. Never. Now, uh, my first thought is, well, Putin's going to be pissed when he finds that out. And my second thought was, Putin probably He like, already knew. Yeah, <laughs> I, obviously. I know. Yeah. I know. I knew yeah. that before. I knew they were coming before they knew they were coming. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> not that shocking, but yeah. that was the other thing I wanted to hit on. But we, we are out of time. Yeah. So, Deadpool, does she get whacked? I mean, you'd. 
I think I had said that uh, you would have to be really ballsy to off Jeffrey Epstein. Right. And then he got whacked. Right. After Jeffrey Epstein, though, you've got to have some big freaking cojones yeah. to take out Ghislaine Maxwell's suicide. Because you know everybody's watching. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's I mean, Everybody watching. was looking at Epstein yeah. saying he's going to yeah. kill himself, and it happened. And we're all like, oh, what it actually happened? Right. Can do you think they are they that full of themselves that they think they could get away with it again? Yes, I mean I when you are. look at like Hillary Clinton's body count of like yeah. fifty-seven close people, it's like right. how many people do you know in your life that have committed suicide? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I I can I I know a couple uh, I, on one hand, yeah, on le one hand. less than one hand, like a, yeah. less than half a hand, I think. Yeah. 57 like i know clinton has connect like a lot more oh, connections yeah. than we have yeah but we're talking like close connections 57 people that have mysteriously right. committed yeah. suicide yeah some i mean yeah. some usually people, with two to the back of the head yeah some <laughs> people are such like so narcissistic so sociopathic that yeah. yes they do feel like hey i did it once i can do it again Absolutely. watch me yeah and it's almost like in your face type like mm -hmm. bragging like of course i did it again yeah, you right. thought i couldn't do it again yeah. here it is yeah. and catch me bitch is basically it so right. so the odds of it i thought it wasn't that high for epstein because we all were watching but since it happened with epstein i feel like yeah there's probably a good chance it could probably yeah. happen again yeah you think so I, I do but i mean you think it will though no and the only reason why is, but again, I'm speaking from common sense. If nothing happens to her, right? Yeah. Then she goes on, she goes to prison 30 years, whatever. No one, everybody forgets her. Yeah. She dies and Epstein goes to here. I mean, it it, it goes to the root because then. Yeah, it publicizes it all over again. Right. It exactly. opens that can of worms exactly. all over again. Yep. But with her alive, I mean, she knows a lot of shit. She does, but who's listening, right? And, but, and who's who's going to publish it? But I maybe not now, but down the road, yeah. Maybe she gets like some guilty conscience. Maybe she gets like dementia and just starts running her mouth, right. yeah. Like starts talking. I mean, she's sixty, right? She right. doesn't have that many more years. I mean, how many times do you hear so and so on his deathbed spilled right. his beans about the FBI or the CIA, right. and everybody's like, "Yeah, he was probably just crazy." But yeah. I mean, how much shit does she know that could right. come out in the next yeah. twenty years? Yeah, thirty years, whatever. I I don't know. I'm just saying, like, she's she's a liability at this point. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, this isn't a conspiracy theory podcast. It seems to be this episode, apparently, <laughs> right. but it's all just being thrown right in our freaking faces today. So yeah. it's hard to not be a conspiracy. It's hard theory. not to be. Yes, we do have to get out of here. We are well over our hour that we commit to this thing. So uh, this has been your weekend wrap up. This is the news that you're you're not being talked told about because yes. of all the other outrage that's going on. Um, specifically the Roe v. Wade stuff that we are going to talk about again tomorrow yeah. on uh, the main episode, which will be 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, most Monday nights. We used to say every Monday night, but we've yeah. had to kind of move Summer's that around. Crazy. Summer is crazy now, especially kids getting older, yeah. joining sports and shit. So um, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time tomorrow night. Don't miss that. I, I'm sure we'll, we will piss people off with this yeah. one. It's, it's unavoidable. Yeah. So that will be fun. 
Um, enjoy the rest of your weekend. The couple hours you have left. I, I don't know. Do enjoy the weather. Go yeah. sit outside. Get yeah, away from nice the electronics for a few minutes. Do a fire. Do a fire. It's a perfect night oh, for yeah, fires. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week or tomorrow. Actually, yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow is kind of next week. It's kind right? of this next something. I don't yeah, know. I don't. We will see you when we see you. <laughs> Don't miss tomorrow night's main show. Invite your friends. Invite your family. Uh, check us out all over social media. Share this far and wide across the vast universe of social media so we can get our names out there to do bigger and better things. We will catch you tomorrow night. Have a great rest of your weekend. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.